0: I always say i'm the face of my brand 10 to 15 percent, but the product and the brand should stand on its own but community is the number one thing that is the most important thing for branding or for any company to grow and if you don't nurture that community and make every single one of your customers feel like they are the most important customer that you have people may or may not come back to you you know your customer return rates are a huge huge thing and it's super important to nurture the people that are spending time with you at the very beginning when you're a little brand all the way to when you're like a, you know, billion dollar brand.
1: Hey, it's Emily here. You know that uniqueness you have? I call it the it factor. Hello there. I am here today with Kelly Koosman, founder and CEO of Kayla Gray Fragrance. I am so pumped that she is here, honestly, a little selfishly, because we are working on a very special project.
0: Yeah. I'm so excited. First of all, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And yes, we're working on something super fun and special that, yeah, I can't wait to share with the world.
1: Yes, a new project um, that, you know, after creeping you out a little bit on social, <laughs> your gorgeous brand, mm-hmm. and then funny enough, I had one of your fragrances. Mm-hmm. I had one of the rollie sticks, and yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't put two and two yeah. together, and I'm like, this is the, the fragrance, <laughs> like, that I love that's so, so good for you, meaning it doesn't have all the yes. crap in it, and yep. There's so much to be said about what you've created like and just seeing the evolution, but I would love for you to just tell everyone who you are, how did you get
0: started? Yeah, I can totally jump into all that. So I'm Kelly Koosman. Um, I'm the founder of Kayla Gray. We're a clean fragrance company, um, meaning non-toxic, hypoallergenic, no parabens or phthalates in any of our products. We're one of the very few fragrance companies that actually discloses all of our ingredients in the word fragrance. Um, we want you to know what you're putting on your body. It's important for us that you know that. Um, I have been in retail G's for over 20 years. I was born and raised in Wisconsin. Started I landed my first job as an assistant buyer of fragrances and like completely fell in love with the way that fragrances told a story and like mm. triggered memories for me. Yeah. I grew up, like, running around in forests and streams and, like, going fishing and looking for frogs and all the things, you know. Minnesota, Exactly, Midwest, exactly. (laughs) Um, And at my my first job, I remember walking into the fragrance closet and picking up – this fragrance closet was, like, a room full of perfumes. Mm. Like, dozens and hundreds and thousands of these beautiful bottles of perfume, so I was, like, totally in heaven. And I remember one day walking in and picking up a scent called Demeter Tomato Leaf. Um, and smelling the scent and like, it smelled like a ripe, juicy tomato and literally brought me back to my mom's garden when I was growing up because we would leave the house in the morning and we'd be eating tomatoes and sugar snap peas and raspberries throughout the day as like little snacks. And I just remember falling in love with Mm. the way that scent made memories tangible Mm. and always knew I would do something. I would do something with fragrance. I just never knew exactly what. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was in corporate for 20 years, worked my way up the, the corporate ladder, um, my last position was for PetSmart headquarters, actually. I was their senior director of sourcing and production. I wow. stood up a domestic sourcing division for the company and loved it. I loved my job. Um, I always knew there was something more, though. But mm-hmm. it was hard to walk away from steady paychecks and bonuses and all the things that you know you think are important. I thought right. the accolades and the recognition, all those things were super important. Yeah. But um, I moved to Arizona for PetSmart in 2010 and met my husband in 2014. Mm. We got married and then um, decided we wanted to try to have a family, and in 2017, we actually got pregnant, Um, but I suffered from a ruptured ectopic pregnancy and almost lost my life that day, and then it happened again in 2018, and it was really after those two moments that everything just kind of went still for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Did a lot of inner work, therapy, all the things that, you know, you do to kind of move through grief, um, and came out of it and knew that I needed to do something different with my life, Mm -hmm. and so started working on my dream company. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And so I started working on a clean fragrance company because I couldn't find beautiful fragrances when I found out I was pregnant that were okay for me to wear. Right. Um, yeah. So I started working on my company and named the company Kayla Gray because that was going to be the name of our first baby just to kind of honor the loss but put beautiful mm. things out into the world. Oh. And we launched in 2020.
1: Wow. So yeah.
0: So wow. it's a long, long-winded way of my backstory. No, that
1: is incredible. Mm-hmm. And thank you for sharing yes. so openly and Transparent mm-hmm. and I, I just love how you took something so painful, and you made it a pur- purpose. Yeah, and I, I just, I, it's really touching. Yeah, and I know that you leaned in and went through tons of self work, yeah. and it's in that period of after something traumatic happening. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that window. Where it's like you can either stay there forever, yeah, yeah, or you can choose to just day by day, yeah. brick by brick, yeah. heal, yeah. deal, and it never goes away, yeah, it doesn't. But you just grow stronger and yeah. your perspective changes. And so, I want to, in that window, like, what was it like? Were you just like, I'm not going back to corporate, I, I'm gonna do a new thing? How did that even? start or was it always in the back of your mind? Like, I would love to have my own company.
0: Mm-hmm. It was always the back of my mind. But like I said before, I'm, I'm an Enneagram type three. So I'm very driven. Um, and I didn't realize how much accolades and recognition mm-hmm. fed my ego mm-hmm. so much um, until those ruptured topics happened. And I, it just like shook me out of like, what am I doing? Like, do I wake up every single day and am I super excited to go into my work? And like, it was fulfilling. I mean, I had a job that people would kill for. I worked so hard to get to, you know, at that level. But I woke up every day and I was just like, I would have the Sunday scaries and I'd be anxious. And like, there was just, I I just, I didn't love it. And I'm like, what am I doing? And it, it things, like I said, after those two losses, things just went quiet. And almost the quiet allowed me to see things for what they really were. Yeah. Um, and what they really were was like, I wasn't fulfilled by the things I was doing every single day. Mm -hmm. It was more ego driven than heart driven. Um, I realized that there were so many moments within my day that I wasn't pausing and absorbing and looking at because I was just going through the motions of like getting stuff done the to do list, like getting to that next level, getting that next promotion, getting that next raise, getting that next award, like whatever Mm -hmm. it was that like, Mm -hmm. I was missing all of the beautiful things in my life. I remember this one moment that was so poignant to me. I was, um, we were at Thanksgiving with me and my family. And I remember there was like a big presentation that we needed to do like the following Monday after. And so that was like, my mind was all in that. And, you know, and then everybody's, you know, rushing around to get everything ready and prepared for a certain time of the day so that everybody can sit down and eat Mm -hmm. this big meal. and, Mm -hmm. And as I just, I this was after the the ectopics, I just kind of like stopped for a moment and I was like, all right, I just need to like absorb what's going on around me. And like, I looked up and my two nephews were in the corner giggling so hard, so hard. Like just the, the, the noise of them giggling and laughing so hard is something I totally would have missed uh-huh. had I just gone about like my days the way that they normally would go. Right. And so I was, after losing the babies and almost losing my life, everything just became so much clearer mm. that- Those were the types of moments I should be chasing Yeah, yeah. and not the recognition moments that I was chasing. Yeah. I
1: can deeply relate. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you just get so caught in it Yeah. that you're like, okay, what do I need to do to succeed? And if you have that personality Mm -hmm. type, I'm an eight. Okay. Yeah. uh, It's like, if you just, you just see the target and you just want to hit the target and that's all you're focused on. And then it's like, you miss all this life. Yeah. And it's like, what is all this for? Yeah,
0: exactly. Like you miss the moments in between. You miss yeah. the going through the process, going through the motions and like honoring the moment you're in because you're always chasing what's next. Mm. And that was what was so yeah. mind blowing to me that I didn't I had no idea I was even doing it. Yeah. Until everything just went quiet.
1: Yeah. You usually don't.
0: Yeah. 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 Right.
1: So when was the day that you woke up and you're like, I want to have this luxury fragrance line?
0: Uh, It was February 2019. I don't I don't know what it was. It was around my birthday. I think I was um, well, actually, I was turning 40. I think that year. So that that that's probably exactly what it was. And I, I just remember waking up and being like, I I had done the right steps to move through my grief. It's like you were saying earlier, it's still there. It's going to be with me forever. It just shifts and changes form and shape. But I needed to like physically do something to kind of put my energy into. Totally. And so I was like, I'm obsessed with fragrance. And so I did a ton of research, Googled it, <laughs> found a bunch of perfumery classes and literally immersed myself for the next six months in perfumery classes and became so obsessed with it. There was no question on what my next step was. There was just absolutely no question. Yeah. And so literally filed for an LLC in 2019 and just got to work.
1: Oh my gosh. hmm So, because I know everyone's thinking that, like, oh, I've got this thing I'm so into, but you have to be so into it that you're willing to do whatever it takes, be resourceful AF. Yeah. Go to the Google later, Google, you know, and just like get after it. And it's like, wow. I was
0: working on my business while still working full time for two years. I was managing and running, you know, two billion dollars of business. What? While I was creating my own company on the side. Yeah. And so it was a lot, but like, I, when people ask me, cause I do coaching for small businesses, like yeah. to help them scale when they ask, like, how do I get started? It's just Google, take five minutes a day yeah. to start Googling the thing that you're yeah. excited or curious about. Start listening to podcasts, go on walks in the morning, like just put it in somewhere in your mm-hmm. day that causes you to stop and pause. Right. And that stop and pause will start to grow and grow mm. and grow and grow as you continue to kind of dive in and learn about it and yeah. if it doesn't keep growing then maybe that's not the thing for yeah. you Is kind of you know where we lead people so i just i became obsessed i had to do it
1: that's so good <laughs> yeah and then like when when you were home on the weekends were yeah. you like building yeah. the company
0: yeah both i would i'm an early bird i get up between like 4:30 and 5 every morning and so like we would work on it in the morning and then um you know after work i would work on it i had a lot of overseas um teammates and so we would have like later calls and so just yeah plugging in between meetings and things like that and then weekends and i would take a, a week or two off like use my vacation time and i was you know going flying to la actually um flying to new jersey and just finding master perfumers that would allow me to you know pick their brain or you yeah. know, pay for some consulting time and spending time with them so i was just like sly to get in every single year that I possibly could. That's so
1: brilliant. Yeah, the hunger. Yeah, the drive. I was hungry. Oh, this is like music to my ears. (laughs) I love it because everything is figure outable. Yeah, it is. But you have to have that gritty, like, get me in the room.
0: You have to have to be naturally curious. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: like ask, call, blah 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 blah. And that's what you've done. Because I didn't realize it was only 2019. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking this is like a 10-year-old company. No, this is just, so recent. Yeah, we're
0: in our third year. The, mm-hmm. Three years. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa.
1: Yeah. And you've like, I just see like the growth mm-hmm. and you just had a rebrand. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. So so what, what was the first scent? I want to talk about that. The what first was, scent was Petals. And it was so interesting because I... I have this thing that I do twice a year. I take alone trips by myself um, and i have been doing it for a decade. Um, And my first alone trip was I went to La Jolla. I just got like a super beautiful hotel room and just spent three days alone, like going inward, journaling, like taking walks. Just like I find that there's so much noise around us in our Mm -hmm. day-to-days that we can't hear our voice, our inner voice so much. And I couldn't, there were times when I knew that like my gut instincts weren't as strong as they needed to be. And so I needed to quiet the things around me to kind Mm. of center myself. And so I've been doing it forever. And there's this scent in La Jolla. I think it's the mix of the sea and flowers. It's almost like clean laundry and jasmine. Um, And so I needed to make that scent. I was like obsessed with it. I needed to make that scent. And so that was the first scent that we created was petals to remind me and like always bring me back to those beautiful moments of my alone trips. And it does every time I wear it. Mm -hmm.
1: So then were you like, I'm going to post this on Instagram. Did you get
0: a proper website? Like how did that all Yeah. So I spent a lot of time researching how to build a brand because I can build, I can build any company operationally and I can scale you. Marketing on the other hand, is not something that I'm good at. And I'm the opposite. Yeah. Like (laughs) marketing, I need all the help I can get. Scaling and operations. I got you. Yeah. Um, And so just spent a ton of time like researching, going to networking events, like talking to other people that have done what I wanted to do, reaching out to people on LinkedIn, asking if they would possibly be my mentors. Like I was just, like you said, hungry. I was so naturally curious. And so I knew, you know, I'm type A controlling. I needed to make sure I did everything in the right process. And so for me, it just logically made sense to get an Instagram account, build community and like pent up demand before I actually released the first thing. And so we, um, I hired, uh, she's a really good friend of mine now. Her name is Aisha. I hired her to help me with all the marketing and uh-huh. marketing side of things. And we decided to start on Instagram account in October. And the plan was to launch on Black Friday of 2020. And so we spent two months just like really developing this beautiful community. I would be networking and like hopping on calls and you know just talking to everybody who would possibly listen about Kayla Gray. Um, to just build up momentum before we actually launched and anybody had anything to purchase. And so, yeah, that was our launch strategy. That's brilliant. Yeah, it was fun. So were you just like sharing your story, your mission? At first, I I was actually reluctant to tell my story. Mm. Um, I didn't share my story. I don't think it was until December of 2020. And so we launched... It's not easy to sell fragrance online. Like you have to really... Paint a beautiful picture and tell a story for people yeah. to get interested. I think after 2020 happened, people are like learning what their scent notes that they love Right, are. You finally pay you attention to that yeah, stuff. Because you kind of had to totally. figure it out during 2020, yeah. even part of 2021. You had to buy things online. You had right. to figure it out. And so I think people are, I luckily launched in a time where people were more um, willing to try something a yeah. little bit different that they hadn't done before in terms of purchasing fragrance online. Um but yeah, I didn't tell my story until a few months later because I I almost didn't think my story mattered. Like there was such a disconnect between fragrance and like my story. I thought mm. that I didn't I didn't think it it was necessary. Mm. And then I posted like a YouTube video on our website and on Instagram telling the backstory, um, and I was blown away by the amount of. DMs, emails, messages of other women that have gone through infertility struggles mm-hmm. um, that deeply connected to my brand and literally are some of my best customers to this day. I didn't think my story mattered. And it your story matters. Your story matters. matters so, so much because there's a person behind the brand. Um, and there's a reason that like you create the beautiful thing that you're working so mm. hard for. So I learned that lesson pretty quickly on major yeah, major and I really try to explain that
1: to a lot of brands coming up yeah. that they're just they're selling a thing, a yeah. shoe, a this, a that, a jewelry and I'm like, "No, who are you?" Yes, And they're like, "Wait, no one needs to know who I am." Yeah. And I'm like, "Millennials and younger, yes. they so want to know like yeah. who's the founder of yeah. the company? Yeah. What's the mission?" Yeah it's a, it's a very big shift, but I'm so proud of you for putting that out there. Yeah. It's scary
0: to be vulnerable. Yeah. You know, it it is. But I, I believe
1: that God rewards you for that Yeah, and people really can connect to you on such a deeper level. And it's, it's so awe inspiring. Like it really is that it's like this woman, like took this pain and decided to make something different of it. And it's, it's, it really is. I just applaud you for that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Well, okay. So you start building the company. Yeah. Um like what does it look like now today? Like how many employees do you have?
0: Mm-hmm. Got about 6 employees now. Okay. Um because we just opened the store, you know, we added a couple for for staff employees, but yeah, we our, our business model really is I tried to be 50% direct-to-consumer, 50% wholesale okay. um, just to make sure that, like, your gross margins blend at the, the proper level. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, we just opened up our first brick-and-mortar store. Um, it's kind of like my little incubator place that I can kind of test and learn different concepts, different new scents. So cute. Um, yeah, just a whole bunch of things because I have such a bigger vision for Kayla Gray. Yeah. And so that's kind of, you know, next steps for us is um, – Expanding into you know different types of fragrance rituals that you can do for mm. the perfect self care routine.
1: Yeah, talk to me about fragrance rituals. Like, yeah. uh, do you love all your scents? Do they all have meaning? How important do you think this is holistically for somebody?
0: I think fragrance is such a huge piece of identity that a lot of people don't connect the dots with. Like, fragrance is the one sense like scent is the one sense that actually has a direct connection to your olfactory nerve in your brain and it can immediately recall memories that like have been locked away for decades and it's such a beautiful like how many times have you like walked past somebody and like their scent reminds you of somebody else and it like triggers something in you and a lot of times you can't even put your finger on it right so imagine like creating a fragrance ritual for yourself with intention Meaning like for your audience, like there's a, you know, a beautiful, I don't know if there's a mastermind or like a class or a course or something that they're taking from a brand. If there's a way to connect a scent to that moment in time, they can always be brought back to that moment Mm. in time to the intention or the promise or the commitment that they made to themselves Mm, during that moment. And like, so for me, fragrance ritual is really bringing awareness to the connection between scent and memory. So that literally every time you could smell that item, it brings you back to the intention of when you were using it in the first place. And so like our holiday scent, like we yeah. will bring that scent back every single year, but just around holiday time, yeah. because I want that to spark the beautiful, you know, cozy family memories. Totally. Um, and yeah, so every single one of our scents is something that meant something to me at some mm. point in time or reminded me of someone or something And so that's what I'm hoping that people can now create their own memories with our Mm. products. And so we do, we've got our five core scents, then we do seasonal releases, we do a seasonal scent every quarter, and then we do these beautiful collaboration scents that just ground people in the beautiful people that we're doing the collaborations mm-hmm. with and the experiences that they bring to this world. Cause so cool. that's, what's so important to us. It's so
1: cool. It's so fun. God. You're saying all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're I didn't even, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, I the, I want to go back to like the events transformation yeah. thing, because mm-hmm. I completely agree to that. Like I have a, a scent that I would wear and it's, when I first got closer to God and I wore it at this like weekend women's thing. Mm-hmm. And so every time I smell it, it's like I think of that connection. Yeah. You know? And with that being said, you know, when I reached out to you and we started talking about a collab, yeah. you know, my vision is when I bring people into my world, whether yes. it's a boot camp, an event, I want them to take that home because yes. Yes. they have an awakening. They're yeah. like, I'm going to transcend to that next level. I'm going to yes. build that business. No, I'm actually worth it. Yeah. I know my it factor. Yes. I'm going to stop comparing myself to every other chick yes. on Instagram oh that I'll gosh. never be. Yes. Like, you know, and I, I was so like, oh my gosh, how can I like lock this in? And we're going to do
0: that. And I'm so excited to do that with me you. Because like how many events do you go to? Like these beautiful events that you are literally, you're just so like locked in in yeah. these moments and then you leave and it just kind of dissipates. It dissipates. It happens all the time yeah. to me. I go to yeah. these beautiful speaking events or masterminds or, you know, speaker series. And I'm like so pumped up when I'm in that room. Yeah. And then you leave and you just kind of get absorbed back into your day to days, right. you know, the to-do lists and all the things that you have to do. You kind of you may take a little bit with you, but it's mm-hmm. not as impactful as it could be. Mm-hmm. And so I want to be the brand that helps other brands change that and like really creates like this beautiful impact that you can carry with you every single day.
1: It's so next
0: level. It's so fun.
1: It's so fun, yeah. so next level. Yeah. I'm excited for us to work together. Yeah, me too. On I am too ascent yes. and release it yeah. to the world mm-hmm. and and so now you have rollers, roll, and then you have the spray. Yeah,
0: we've got uh, rollerball perfumes, we've got spray perfumes, and then um, we've got something called an everything spray. So our everything spray can literally be sprayed on everything. It's a, I it. put it in our. My husband puts it in his car every single day. Really? On our sheets, our home. It's also safe enough for your body. Yeah. So literally everything. And then we're starting to kind of dive into the bath and body line. Um, so creams and oils and bath salts and. We're gonna be doing like, you know, loungewear and things like that. Like imagine mm. immersing yourself in a super fancy hotel for one night. Like, what is that beautiful experience that you would create for like the ultimate luxury self-care ritual yeah. for yourself? That's what I want you to experience through our brand. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is so exciting. Yeah, It is. Yeah.
1: Oh, you know, something dawned on me when you're speaking. The the first time I like hit like a milestone in my mm. first company, and I grew up in Minnesota. Mm started my business sleeping on a mattress on the floor Mm -hmm. like just didn't ever experience the luxury right yeah i remember the first time i got awarded like a trip to the ritz carlton Mm. yeah and i'd never been to a place like that in laguna especially and i remember walking in it was like the scent and it was like wow it smells so good and every time i walk into a ritz now it takes me back to the first time I experience like the finer thing. Isn't like, that
0: wild? Yeah, it gives me goosebumps every. I hear these stories all the time, and I think like, you just don't like how beautiful is that? Yeah, that you're reminded of that every single time it's you so beautiful. That.
1: It is. It's everything. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. so great. Yeah. Uh, well, how important to you has learning about branding been? I love talking yeah. about branding, and second question to that is, we have your personal yeah. life mm-hmm. and then your company yeah like do you try to keep them separate yeah. do you interweave them talk to me about that
0: so branding is incredibly important I knew when I launched my initial branding that it wasn't gonna be the final branding um, but when you are a new company you're kind of balling on a budget you know yeah, you, are. you kind of have to like figure out how to, especially in the product space, like you need so much money just to create product alone. And so spending, you know, tens of thousands of dollars on branding and packaging and ads and influencers and all PR and all the different things that are thrown in your lap to kind of have to figure out was something that I put a little bit on the back burner because I just wanted to get product out there to test and learn to hear what my customers' Mm. feedback was Mm. before I invested a lot of money into branding. Mm. I know that sounds backwards, but that was the way that we did it we created a product that was so killer and beautiful and i knew that people were going to be obsessed with it once they got their hands on it but i also knew that we needed to upgrade our packaging and our branding at some point in time we just couldn't afford to do it right we just couldn't it was just so expensive and i don't have investors everything is you know bootstrapped and funded 100 percent by me um and so we launched with just one packaging, like so all of our scents were in the same package, and like we were stickling stickering and labeling and all of the different things. And so I knew I was just like I had literally had been working with marketing and branding experts for 18 months before we just launched our rebrand in February. Um, because I wanted to hear what customer feedback was. Um, I also wanted to hear directly from retailers what their feedback was. Mm. I would go to Sephora, I would go to Saks Fifth Avenue or, um, um, Neiman Marcus and like yeah. literally talk to the people in that fragrance and cosmetic area and say, like, what do you like about all of these different brands? Like what's important to you as a salesperson that should be on our packaging, um, for it in order to allow you to sell our product mm-hmm. easier. And so I spent a lot of time doing that kind of research to kind yeah. of hear directly on the, you know, the front lines, like totally. how these salespeople, like, how are you, how can I help your job better to sell our product. And so I knew, but that, you know, it takes tens of thousands of dollars to be able to do new Mm -hmm. packaging. And so we intentionally just launched a rebrand with all new packaging uh, in February of this year, and it completely up-leveled our entire brand. And I'm so excited about Mm. it. Branding is so important. I mean, there are brands out there that sell candles for $300 when I know that candle costs two dollars to make, oh it, but they easily will do it because yeah. of the beautiful, beautiful branding. Right. And so, branding, branding is huge. huge. Branding, yes, it's huge. It's huge. So it's something that um, you need to focus on. But for me, I really wanted customer feedback before I invested mm, the money into doing so. That's so smart. Yeah.
1: You've really been good at building a community. Yes, which is like. I think a lot of people are like, no, is just like personal branding. Oh no. And it's 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 fascinating to mm-hmm. me how you've built that. Yeah. What are
0: like some of the key
1: tips of how you've built community?
0: I think for me, you asked about like personal brand versus like physical product or brand brand. Yeah. I think it, it's important. I I interweave them a little bit. Um, And so like I always say, I'm the face of my brand 10 to 15%, but the product and the brand should stand on its own. Mm -hmm. But community is the number one thing that is the most important thing for branding or for any company to grow. And if you don't nurture that community and make every single one of your customers feel like they are the most important customer that you have people may or may not come back to you, you know, your customer return rates are a huge, huge thing. And it's super important to nurture the people that are spending time with you at the very beginning when you're a little brand, all the way to when you're like a, you know, billion dollar brand. Um, And so I spent a ton of time like really going to markets and spending a ton of time at networking events and going out and meeting a whole bunch of different women and men who are doing the things that I dreamt about doing just to learn how the right way is to like really nurture your audience and make them feel super special.
1: It's so smart. Yeah. It is so smart. Like you don't just get to the top by yourself no. and relationships are everything in yeah. any industry. Yes. And I love your abundant mindset, Kelly, mm-hmm. because you know, there's women in the space that that have been on the show that have partnered with you that I greatly, deeply admire. Mm -hmm. And like, you've supported them, they've supported you. And I just really believe you have such an abundant mindset Mm -hmm. and, and everything you put out comes back. Right. Yeah.
0: I fully believe that. Yeah. I think God places things and people in your path. For a reason. Yeah. And I think, you know, for me, I fully believe that my path's already written, that God's yeah. already written my path. Yes, and it's amen. just my job to walk that path with the most integrity that oh, I possibly yes. can to try to make the biggest impact that I possibly mm. can. And so if I'm do if I'm walking my days in full integrity, then I'm doing the right thing. No matter how fast or small my brand is growing and at what rate, I fully believe It's literally already written for me. And so Mm -hmm. I'm just here to walk that path in the most beautiful way that I possibly can. And if I can bring as many people along that journey with me, even like there's nothing more special to me than just like even just sitting down and having this conversation Mm -hmm. with you, Mm -hmm. getting to know you, getting to learn something about you. Yeah, People are so fascinating. Yeah. They're so fascinating. They really are. And life is so beautiful and fascinating and full if you just allow yourself to see that side of life versus the hard stuff. There's hard stuff. In everybody's lives, yeah. it's a roller coaster. You have to know it's an up and down thing. Hot mess express. It's a over hot here. mess express. <laughs> every you know, every other day something different's thrown yeah. at you. But I think if you can see it with, there's always something really beautiful on the other side of the hard. Mm-hmm. Um, life is just so much more beautiful when you when you think of that with an abundant versus a mm. scarcity mindset.
1: Amen to that. Yeah. Well yeah. said.
0: Oh my gosh, <laughs> what do you think your it factor is? Oh, my it factor is my tenacity and my natural yeah. curiosity. Oof. Yeah. I love it. Nothing stops me. Nothing stops you. No.
1: What's what's your vision?
0: Oh, I have such huge vision for this company, and it's I almost. It's funny because like I think I know where my where I'm headed and what I want to do, but I, I don't. Yeah, like I said, like it's I kind of I in my corporate world, I was somebody who had weekly sales plan, monthly, quarterly, right. two year, three year, five year, ten year projections, and like if I wasn't hitting all of those numbers. I was not winning and excelling at life. Okay. In this role, in my new world, I just let it all go. Yeah. And I, I by allowing myself to release some of those expectations, the most beautiful opportunities and abundance has come into my life. Mm-hmm. And so I still have sales plans and I still yeah. have, you know, three to five year plans, yeah. but I almost, people always ask like, what what's next? And I don't know. I'm kind of letting go and letting God help me figure it out.
1: Oh, that's so beautifully said. Yeah. And what a... I almost just saw your whole transformation yeah. from pre yes. to now. <laughs> and I can so relate yeah. to it. Yeah. And when I get asked that as well, I'm like, I'm just doing the best I can. Yeah. I'm serving. Yes. I'm serving at the highest level.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. And how it's going to fall,
0: mm-hmm.
1: how the book's going to come, when it's going to come, yeah. if it's going to come, how the... I, I fully release that yeah. as long as I do my best, exactly, it's all gonna work yes,
0: out. Yes, and it will, 100%. Yeah. What yeah.
1: has been one of your biggest lessons
0: in <sighs> business?
1: Like probably, in, yeah.
0: Probably that, like letting go. Um, you know, always having standards, obviously, and making sure that you are adhering to those standards, but letting go of expectations because the outcome, that is actually in front of you is always gonna be way bigger than the expectation Mm -hmm. that you set for yourself because you can't see what God and universe, source, whatever you believe has in store for you. And to limit yourself by this one goal, I don't know, you kind of miss all the other stuff. limiting. That's been my biggest lesson is like letting go, letting God kind of show me the path versus thinking that I'm writing my own path. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he he's gonna direct your footsteps. Yeah. yeah. Like he totally will if you yeah. just let go versus force, force, yeah. force, force. That doesn't feel good at all.
0: It's not fun for anybody. No. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, you're amazing. Thank you. I'm so excited I'm to work so excited. with you yeah. and 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 go on this sensory yeah. journey. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna be putting together my fragrance. Yes. And and taking you along the journey of yeah. how we do that. And really high level, how do we do that?
0: So the first thing I kind of do is sit down and just get to know somebody. Um, Because typically once I get to know you, I can kind of feel like the different types of things that I think you're going to like. And then we sit down and we literally go through a whole bunch of different either fragrance notes that um, that I have or scents that I've actually already created that I think might be a beautiful fit for you. And we literally just test and learn and then make tweaks as we go until there's something that just feels so wholly aligned to you that that, like you you will just know that that's it. All right, let's go. Let's create it together.
1: Yeah, so it's testing and learning. Yay! I'm excited to do that. We're gonna test and learn. Where can people follow you and find you?
0: Uh, people can find us in a couple different places. First is uh, Instagram, of course. So, Kayla Gray Co. It's C A Y L A G R A Y C O. And then our website is kaylagray.com. So, C A Y L A G R A Y.com. Um, and then we're just doing TikTok. So, we're, yeah, we're testing a little bit of TikTok out there too. So, that's Kayla Gray Co as well. Love it.
1: And yeah. then if you are in Phoenix, go to her actual store. Yes.
0: Yeah. We just opened a storefront. Um, yeah, it's in Phoenix on First in Roosevelt. So come see us. Um, well, thank you for being yeah, here. Thanks for having me. This was a great time.